So we explained in the previous part what Tara is, and now the Mishnah is going to tell us what's the way to be kinder, to acquire this mid of Tara. So he says, the way to be zeichet the mid of Tara, kalhu the Mishnah kvar yishtadel v'isek amidas ashnizalhenu. The person is still keeping up with the program, and he's followed all the instructions until now. And he's gotten the rate to the level of precious, which was the level preceding Tyra. So he says it's, it's in the next stage, which was an easy, so to speak, which jump up from the stage he's holding already. Why? Because the parish has already distanced himself from any time And the parish has already convinced himself of the emptiness of everything Oyer Mazeh has to offer. And he made it, he's not attracted anymore by other things. He doesn't, he sees himself the insignificance. And therefore, once a person's already achieved precious, and he's already been responding on the emptiness of this world and its pleasures, and it's whatever it can provide, you made it, you must by him. You reject him. He only considers them to be things which are come from the fact that physically a person is on a low level, physically he's lacking. And we made it because of that. This is not something which a person wants. He sees them as something which is negative. And when it's more obvious to him, it's the Amis is clear to him that things in this world really are a chesroinus, just a lack of something real and something which is bad for him. So then he may, he no longer wants them. So it's easy once he's come to the conclusion that the things which are bad for him so, and empty, and then he made it and he won't want them either. And therefore, the as much as the first level, precious, was focusing on the fact that not just the person that denies himself pleasure in this world or things that the Yitzhara would want, but rather from the point of understanding that it's not something which is good for me. It's something which is meaningless, something which is empty, something which is just going to distract me from what I could achieve in this life. So if a person is already holding by that, then the next stage up, which is Tyra, isn't very hard. Because Tyra just means, what I do, I do for the right reason. And once the wrong reason no longer appeals to me, so it's no longer such an, uh, a draw, so to speak, in my mind, that that's why I'm doing something. As much as a person is able to uh, deepen his, exp- his feeling that the Tainuge are all chrisus, all empty, the easier it will be for him to purify his thoughts, but he will in his heart. In any way, he's not going to think of the Yetzara as a factor when he does. And even those physical things he has to do, it's not because he enjoys them or wants them, it's just a physical necessity which he's forced to do, and not more than that. Um, and just give the master of that. If you want an example of a person that gets to that level, they'll look at eating in the same way they look at brushing their teeth. This is most people don't look forward to brushing their teeth and consider it a major type in life. It's a, it's a necessity. The person doesn't want to get uh, dental problems or cavities. They have to brush their teeth. So eating is a necessity too. And if a person gets to that level of being moist or that uh, he considers 
the fact that he has to eat is the same way that he says he has to brush his teeth. So then it, there's no attraction in it. And it's not something which is going to, to uh, so to speak, sidetrack the person from the tire, which means the pure, the pure focus on the way Hashem. Except, even though the Messiah makes it sound very easy, it's not very easy. Because there's still a very big difference between the way you explain precious and the way you explain Tyra. And that is precious, he explained that a person distances himself distances himself from Oedamazah, from, from Tanugin, from pleasure, uh, from things which could present a mirshal to him. And the way to do that is to really see it as something not just which he wants to do, but he's forcing himself not to, rather to see it in its precious, in its emptiness, in its meaninglessness, and the person loses his attraction for it. And that's true. When a person loses their attraction for physical things, that not only becomes a factor in their, which is going to dissuade them from doing the right thing. But the problem is, when he spoke about Mirsa Tara, he spoke about not just the fact that there's an attraction of physical things. He spoke about the attraction of, so to speak, the pleasures which are non-physical that a person gets for what they do. If a person wants covered, if a person wants recognition, if a person wants people to think of him as a tzaddik, that's also that also all impedes in the tyra. Because now that there are other motivations that a person has for what they do, so now we made it it's less pure Nishma. And even if yes, a person looks at physicality as something which is beneath him and something which is despicable and something which he's not attracted by, that and so therefore he's not doing it to 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 gain physical things. I'm not doing it for an ice cream cone or for something like that. But Lemaisa, there are other areas which could affect a person's tire and what they do, which aren't physical. That everybody should look after me, that everybody should be impressed by me, whatever it's going to be. And tire needs the person to distance himself from those feelings too. So what's the answer? And that is the same way that Mr. Shem talks about the fact that a person who focuses on it can be misbounded on the emptiness of physical pleasure in this world, the same way if a person focuses on it, they can bring themselves to a realization that whatever uh, kind of acclaim or recognition or whatever it is that they wanted um, as part of what they thought they were doing, if they focus on it, they can come to a realization that that's also empty. It's also empty. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Just to give an example. In a, a lot of people, if one time they mentioned in the news, whatever it's going to be, so they're going to, in the old news, they newspapers. The one time the person's mentioned in the newspaper, he's going to take out a clipping of it, he's going to frame it on his wall. You know, the day that he featured in the paper and thinks, ah, oh, it's a major COVID, it's a major, a major event, it's something which is worth like, keeping like a, a framed copy of. And the person thinks for a second, how many other people read the paper the next day remember anything about you? If they even bother to read that cover. Most of all, yeah, that's not so interesting, they skipped it. But even if they actually bothered to notice and read it, how many people actually paid attention? How many people actually cared? How many people actually going to remember what they hated? And if that's the case, yes, as much as a person thinks for himself, it's such a tremendous achievement, and he made it into the paper, even with a photo, and uh, he thinks he's now he's a claim to fame. No, no one actually notices, no one actually cares, no one actually remembers. When a person is misplaced in that also, then they realize the, the precious, the emptiness of wanting that kind of acclaim, of wanting publicity, of wanting whatever it is, recognition, because there is. It's not real. I don't really get anything. And even though for me, I think of it as a big event, 
that I I was mentioned that I was uh, that I was I was I was you know, given an article or a picture or whatever it's going to be, but for everybody else they don't really realize it. They don't really think about it. Yeah, I don't know who said it was a famous line. They said a person spends the first half of their life trying to impress other people, and they spend the second half of their life trying to show other people they don't care about what they think of them, and then they realize at the end that actually other people never noticed. And it's true. As much as the person thinks it makes a big deal and people are noticing me and people are recognizing me and people are thinking of me, they actually aren't. People think about themselves. And they, made it, it's, it's, they see the Christos in that too. They see the Christos in that too. And uh, the, it's just a continuation of the same thing. And when a person realizes that what something which they consider that important is really a waste of time. It's really a waste of time. It doesn't make a difference to anybody. There's nothing real that you're getting out of it. And then it, it loses its attraction. And therefore, once a person has managed to think about each of the various feelings that he had of what he wants, and uh, and and convinces himself that it's actually nothing valuable. So it's much easier to come to Tyre because I've taken away all the alternatives. And there's a famous story of the chazan who came to Bishal Salanta. And he says that he has a problem because he's a chazan and he thinks he's a fantastic chazan. And he knows when he davens, people are really inspired by him. And it's interfering with his kavanah. Because each time he davens, he thinks, ah, like everyone's so impressed with my voice, and everyone's enjoying it, and everyone's so, like, so moved by my, my davening, and it's interfering with his kavanah. So Mishra told him, the problem is that you stand in the front of the omelet, the tarot over your head, and you think everyone behind you is like, like wow in admiration. He said, next time in the middle of davening, turn around and you'll see no one's paying attention. And that's exactly the point, because it's really the case. And for most part, people aren't, what you think is so important, and everyone's noticing, for the most part, people aren't. And if that's the case, and then it takes, it, that it, that it takes away the, the Yetzirah of what a person thinks they're gaining or what they do. And when they realize that there's actually nothing that they're gaining, then it makes it a which means that's are that much easier. Now, let's, let's just, just clarify one more point. Because since Shem said, you read it. And this is not what he means. He says that the way to come to, to Koinataira is first, if a person got to the level where he's, he's misbeinen on the emptiness of Tanuga Hayramazeh, and therefore the result is Yimos Bahem, Rayachshim Ela the Rose of Chisroinus, whatever, he despises them, he considers them to be Chisroinus, which come of part of his nature, that he, the, the, the drive, the attraction for physical things, and now he doesn't want them anymore. But there's another stage also where his amis es that he yosim mamish chasronis ras. Not just that he, he he despises them and he considers them to be chasronis and ras, but it's mis amis to him that they really are chasronis and ras. What's the second stage? You know, it's not enough that a person gets to the feeling and says, you know what, I'm, this is, what I want is really meaningless. It's not that important. There's no guarantee I'm going to get it. I don't what it will give me in the end of the day. As much as a person can can misboinen and think about. The fact that that the nigger are really meaningless, that will be enough to bring a person to reject them. But no, this is the second point. Besides for his disappointedness, his thinking about how these things are really meaningless, is the second point too, and that is it's his amisetzla, he proves it, that they really are meaningless. They really are meaningless, 
then that's then it's easier for him to separate from them. What does he mean by that? So there's two ways, there's two things that a person can use so if a person to overcome a certain drive or something that someone has. Yes, he wanted something. He was, he was, uh, he had sorrow to try and get it. There are two ways to overcome that drive. The one way is for a person to sit down and convince himself why it's not so important. To convince himself why, as much as I think it's a big thing and I really want it and I really feel that I need it, you know, you can understand it. You know, it's not such a big deal. You know, it's more it's overrated. Whatever it's going to be, I can be misbehaving on the pieces to item. I can focus on how empty it is and convince myself that. It's, uh, it's something which is just a chisarin, and we made it. Uh, I shouldn't be wanting it so much. That works, that's my level. But the next level is when I actually see that b'chush. When I actually see b'chush, and I see that b'adzem, the person who achieved what it is that I want, the person who got that level of, of taiva or taino, whatever it is, which I don't have, and I see b'chush, how it didn't help him anything, so it makes it much easier for me to resist. Why? Because the person thinks to himself, as much as I think, yeah, I don't really need it yet, it doesn't really give me anything. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not a big deal anyway, and it's all empty. But uh, to a certain extent, the person wants something. And as much as they can try and convince themselves that I don't really want it, if there is that certain, in the drive, it's hard to overcome completely like that. But when you see the person who has it, and you see that it's in some that he didn't get anything which he wanted from it either, so then you see it's, it's, not, it's not as valuable as, as Kilo people make it out to be. I had a story of a certain guy who was, um, uh, he was wealthy, and he bought himself, like, in America, he bought himself a brand new Bentley, a very fancy car. So, one time he was driving through Lakewood, and he saw a regular, like a cradle guy there with his teenager son, they're standing by the street waiting to crash. And this, is like, this fancy Bentley pulls up and starts for the last letter across. And he saw the admiration all over this kid's face. So uh, the guy in the car, there was in the window, and he said, I saw you like my car, do you want to ride in the car? <sighs> that was, like, for him, wow, to, of course, a dream come true. So, get him, I thank you for a ride. So he's like, he gets into this fancy car, the real leather seats and the whole thing. Uh, he drives him around a few blocks. And then he rings him back to me, let him off. And he says to him, he says, look, I see you're really impressed by, you know, by having had a chance to drive in this really, you know, this such a fancy car. He says, it's not, it's not such a big deal. He says, the first time I also felt it was a big deal to drive the car, but now it's the same thing. I just get to work, I get in the car and I drive. And as much as the you, where's it? There are other things in there which are much more valuable than driving fancy cars. So when he, that's what he says, he dropped him, where his father was waiting for So his father says to the driver, he says, firstly, thank you for taking my son for a ride. And he says, also, thank you for the words of wisdom. He says, you should not have been taking it for years. But he's, he's been. I've been telling my son the same thing for years. Ah. But for me, it never works. But for you, you have the car, and you tell him that it's not worthwhile, and that's a completely different story. And that's the truth. Because when a person says, hey, it's really nice to say it's nothing, but you know, if you really had it, you'd really enjoy it. But you see, Bezamis, you see the person who does have it, and he's the one who's going to tell you that it's actually worth nothing. Or you see the people who have the mind that you really think is so important, and you say, I don't get anything from it. Then you see, it's, 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 it's,
I see it really doesn't give you anything. And then if that's the case, it makes it much easier for me to reject it because I see that the, as much as I attached importance to it and something that I really wanted and something I thought was valuable, but when I, when I, when it was misamis to me, it's clear to me that getting it actually doesn't give you what you wanted to get. So you made it, that takes away the attraction for it. And as much as a person is able on their own to think that through and come to that logical conclusion, it doesn't have the same effect as seeing, seeing in actual terms the person who has it who tells you that it doesn't, it's not worthwhile. The person who got there said, eh, what's the big deal? And I'll give you an example. It's very simple. People dream of traveling the world. Everyone has their own dream destination they're imagining that they're going to go to. And they can come and say, it's not such a big deal, it's not as nice as you think, whatever it is. Yeah, 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 but, 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 you know, still deep down a person has the thing that would be amazing. But if you go into a guy who actually went there, he says, you know what, it was the worst move in my life. Every single thing was terrible. So then it does much more to take away the the, the, the yates of something because it's misomics it's like and somebody went there and they said it wasn't it wasn't the big deal that you made that ever makes it out to be it was it wasn't a good experience at all it made a, that that's misomics by me that the fact that it's really not worthwhile and it takes for the yates are much more than just what a person is misplaced on their own and that's the kayak that can can take away the attraction whatever it is bring a, bring a person back to Bring a person back to the Tara, which means now that, nothing, now that the, whatever other attraction, whatever other, other, other drive I might have had, so then it's, it's, when that's no longer important, when it was something which is significant for me, so it's much easier to come back to the Nishma, which is the real Tara, to do things for the proper purpose. The Amos says, this was Shlomo Melech. Shlomo Melech tells in Kaharis in detail how he explored every kind of pleasure and every kind of attraction there could have been. And he said, I tried everything. And I came to the Maskana that none of it's worth anything. I call Hevel or Rosh And therefore, coming to that Maskana makes it easier to come to the Maskana. The only reason to do things is because it's to serve Hashem. Having tried and experimented and explored every avenue and be misamis that they're all shaker. It's all reason, it's all heavy or rusrach. He says it tens of times ago. It's all nothing. It's all just rats. Right. Bad for you and it doesn't give you anything. So then it brings it back to the maskana of Tara. And that's exactly what he just said in this paragraph. The way to come to Tara is when a person gets the feeling that all the other options and all the other attractions which may have appealed to him are shown to be meaningless, are shown to be empty. So then a person realizes the value of doing things for the right reason, and that's really the concept of time.